You're listening to Data Ask Them Anything. I'm Zach Bowders. In our second episode, previously, I was being interviewed by my co-host for this episode, Mark Bradborn. Mark, how are you tonight? I am fantastic, Zach. Glad to be back and really excited about our two guests today. So there are two hosts tonight because there are two guests. We felt the need to tag team these two animals because one host alone was not enough to contain the awesomeness that is Ken and Kevin Flurlidge, also known as the Tableau Twins. Ken and Kevin are both Tableaus and Masters. They are twins, and they are two of the most helpful, generous, cool guys in the Tableau community you might ever meet. Ken and Kevin, in that order, say hi. Hey, Zach. Hey, Mark. Hey. Hey, folks. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. And this is going to be a fun, uh, a fun episode for sure. So it's going to be a little tricky. We're juggling four voices at once. So whenever possible, uh, particularly with Ken and Kevin, since they sound so much alike, we'll try to let you know who's talking at least. But we're going to start things off with a little lightning round. So we have 40 questions. We're going to slam these guys through tonight. But starting off, uh, I'm going to do a lightning round. And I think maybe uh, we'll alternate Ken, Kevin, between these answers. So who's the smart one? Ken. I'm definitely the athletic <laughs> one. <laughs> Me, Kevin. Uh, the what, funny what, one. What was the last one we just did? So athletic. we just did athletic and Kevin's claiming that. Yeah, we'll, I get we'll let him have it. Who's the funny one? Kevin. Me, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I know the answer. Who's the stronger one? Oh, definitely. Definitely Kenny. That's Ken. And the most controversial one. Who's the most handsome one? Definitely. Definitely me. Ken. Oh. <laughs> That's, I mean, just look at us. I mean, the, your audience can't see the video right now, but I mean, I feel like the answer is very clear. It's it's so clear. It's so clear <laughs> with, with the twins, everyone. So uh, we're, we're getting loose. We're warming up a little bit. And they're, they're, you're going to be going through some stuff tonight. So I think for our next block of questions, we have a set from Tim. And I'm going to take this on. And after that, Mark and I are going to switch up uh, grilling you guys. So uh, I'll start off with this question for Kevin. Um, what's something the other is better at that you're jealous or envious of? Oh, shoot. He's he's better at everything when it comes to comes to data. I mean, he's a, he was a former DBA. He used to write code. Um, so he's got my butt kicked in a lot of areas and he is nodding over there saying how great he is. Um, I'm just, you know, the second most favorited author on Tableau Public. He's the third. So, so he, <laughs> he doesn't get too cocky. Wow. We're, we're like two minutes in and we've already got shade. I love it. <laughs> I mean, we already had the handsome one battle, and now we're having uh, who has the most uh, followers. So that, that's exciting, too. So, uh, Ken, do you have a favorite activity to do together with Kevin? Wow. Um, we do all kinds of stuff. I think we kind of like anything that is competitive, right? So, you know, we, uh, and we think time there's an opportunity to play anything, you know, my, our mother, our mother has this mini like indoor uh, cornhole thing. Um, and so we'll play that, you know, against each other and, you know, any, any sort of game like that. Where, Mario uh, Kart. Yeah. Yeah. Pickleball. Uh, yep. Yep. Any sort of game or sport or anything like that is, is, and, and another thing that we like to do together is, is, is sit down with two computers and answer questions on the forums together. <clears throat> Nerd alert. Wow, really? <laughs> I, I was going to go there. I'm glad you went there first. Uh, so for Kevin, first post-COVID travel destination, where are you going? <laughs> a beach, probably a beach. Maybe you go see Ken. Maybe just to like on a uh, Tableau user group tour. 
Oh my God, that would be great. I just, yeah, I just got to see some of our, our peeps that we haven't seen in a year and a half. I was about to come to Cincy to see you guys because yeah. you had just had the biggest blowout of a tug I'd ever seen with like eight Zens in town. And I was coming to the next one and then COVID hit. So um, I'm not saying like I caused COVID, <laughs> but maybe my intent to do something uh, good contributed to it. So was- Ken, oh, go ahead, Mark. I was just saying, I was so angry when that tug uh that analytic summit like Ugh. university of cincinnati was doing all kinds of cool stuff it was like hollywood zen squares it was going to be such a great week and i was just how many zens are going to be there kevin it was nine we're, we're going to have nine we're going to have nothing for the do the little hollywood squares thing like and a, a bunch third, of them were pr- third of them all over all you know of the whole group was gonna that suck we'll, we'll do we'll find another time where I, I think post-COVID, uh, when people are able to get together more, we will probably need to try to do more impromptu get-togethers outside of official, like, Tableau conference capacity. So, Ken, tell us about the young Fleurliches. Were you guys party animals or homebodies? We were, we were uh, for the long, I mean, when we were really kids, we, young kids, we were super shy. I mean, uh, we would, anytime we would go anywhere, we would be hanging on the legs of our mom. Didn't want to talk to anybody or anything like that. So um, I think we started to break, Kevin broke out of that probably a little earlier than I did in high school. Uh, it took me a few a few extra years. We certainly were not party animals until, well, I mean, like, like any uh, people in their late teens, early 20s, we partied a little bit, but we weren't party animals. We were we were pretty good, responsible kids for the most part. <clears throat> Kevin was Kevin was the um, if either of us was rebellious, it was certainly Kevin. <laughs> but that even that was not too too bad. All right. So uh, the next set of questions is from Rodrigo. But before I jump into his, I'm just curious. Uh, did, you two didn't go to college together, did you? Yeah, we did. We, we both okay. went to Northern Kentucky University, and then Ken. Uh, took off to Scotland year of school for his last semester. Okay. I couldn't remember if y'all went to to university or not together. So that's cool. We did. Yeah. We took a a computer science class, intro to computer science class, and probably our sophomore year, we took the class together. I absolutely loved it and knew that like, that's what I wanted to do. And Kevin was just kind of like, eh, and went and did something else. So uh, that was sort of where we split off from an interest in college. Hmm. And yet here you are doing practically the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, basically, yeah. So, All right. So uh, Rodrigo has got a couple of questions here. Um, So Kevin, what was your reaction when Ken became a Zen master? Well, at at this point, I hadn't started using Tableau. So I thought it was super cool. I was proud of him. But for about the year leading up, I used to just pick on him and make fun of him and and call him a nerd and say, you know, you're going to your nerd conference and all that. So, uh, but when he, when he became a Zen, I'm like, wow, that's, that's pretty awesome. And it was like, what, two weeks later that I started using Tableau. All right. So, so flipping that question, Ken, what was your reaction when Kevin was named? I mean, I was really proud of him. I mean, I, I had seen the work he had done. I mean, he, Kev, you got it after what, two years of using Tableau, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I had seen the work he had done and, and the effort he had put in. And I mean, he got a job with Jeff Schaefer after like six, seven, playing the product. I mean, just, you know, so he, I, I just, I'm not sure I've seen anybody sort of take off that quickly. So I was really proud of him. Um, and I thought he absolutely deserved it and thought it was, it was a good decision on Dabo's part. And it's pretty cool to have identical twin Zen. So that, that was, that was a, that is a, a really cool thing about it. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, this is a bit of a duplicate, um, but and I think I know the answer to this. But do you compete in everything you do? Well, Ken, I can't answer that one. What's that? Do you can answer that, Ken? Uh, do you compete in everything you do? Um, yeah, pretty much. It, <laughs> yeah, maybe drives a lot of it though. I think I think there are things that I wouldn't be competitive about if he wasn't pushing it. You know what I mean? Like when he first started and he started getting favorites, it was like. I could just see he wanted to to get past me. <laughs> just, I can confirm this. And I never even thought about favorites. I didn't even, I didn't know where I was on this. Because at the honestly, at the time, favorites was kind of new in Tableau Public. So I'm not sure anybody was really paying that much attention to it. But Kevin, it was just latched onto it and uh, just passed me, what, a couple months ago. So he, he finally got there. <laughs> so let, let's see how early the competition started. Who was born first? Kevin was, I was. Yeah. C-section though. I mean, it was pretty even. One of them got, one of us got grabbed first (laughs) and I was the lucky one. For our whole lives, our mom never told us who was first. I I don't, I think it was, she, she thought that whoever was oldest would, would somehow become the alpha or something. (laughs) (laughs) I think she just told us this. It wasn't even that long ago. So weird. Yeah, fascinating. So, like, when when you found out, did you like did you throw shade at each other about oh, you know, I was first? I don't know that. I would have cared. It was big deal. I think I would, but I also was. Yeah, I don't think we really cared that much. But I I don't think I was surprised either. I think I kind of just assumed he. I'm the alpha baby. All right, I'm skipping. (laughs) (laughs) I'm skipping the last one because it's a repeat. So uh, okay, I'm. I'm jumping in. So Tanvir has a set of two questions. So the first one, I think we could probably answered in other things, but it's worth asking. Is there a professional rivalry between the siblings? I'd say professional. No. I mean, and, and the, and the favorites thing is pretty lighthearted and we cracked a joke about, it. and honestly, he was the one person I kind of deserve or whatever, but professionally, I wouldn't say anyway, I'm glad Maybe. he's successful. He's glad I'm successful. And we've always, I mean, up until a couple of years ago, we've always done, I mean, we both kind of worked with data, I guess, but our jobs have always been kind of different. Um, they're closer now to, they're, they're the most similar they've ever been right now, but I still think they're, uh, I still think they're a fair amount different. I mean, Kevin, you spend most of your time in Tableau and I spend a fair amount of time in Tableau, but I'm also doing you know, writing code and data warehouse development. I think things are, our jobs are enough different that there isn't, maybe isn't an opportunity for that sort of professional competition. There. That makes sense. So I'm going to also there was grab- an opportunity, Kevin would find it and, and make sure that, <laughs> that we were competing. <laughs> if there's a measurable way to demonstrate that he's better than you, he's going to go for it. <laughs> yeah. as data people do. So I'm going to ask this next question. I'm also going to take the next block also because this one's fairly short. So Ken, who wins the argument when you guys have a debate between the two of you? Oh, we think so much alike. We don't really argue. I, I mentioned uh, at least one of you having a knife fight with another Zen master earlier today when I talked to Jennifer Danushki. So maybe that would be an interesting place to take this, but not tonight. <laughs> we'll save that for, for a later conversation. So let me transition to our next set of questions from Sarah. Kevin, who had the most girlfriends in high school? I had only one, I think. So you. Made the same girl. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if you ever had, you had, oh yeah, yeah, you had one serious girlfriend, but you just dated a lot more. Ken dated a lot more than me. And uh, I had a, the longest term girl. I think that's, yeah, I think that's a fair statement. 
Okay, that's fair. So Ken, let me ask you this. If you were not working in tech and analytics, what kind of job would you be doing? Yeah, well, that's interesting. Um, I, the, I remember being in college and, you know, of course, I was taking classes in my major, computer science, and I, and I enjoyed those. But um, the classes I, that I thought were most interesting, I think, in college were um, were totally kind of the polar opposite of computer science. There were, you know, things like psychology and sociology and uh, philosophy. And, you know, I had these, uh, this professor taught these uh, comparative religion class that was just amazing. Um, and that was always, I mean, I, th I think you can see it in some of my tableau work. I, there's, I have a bunch of stuff that's about religion. So it's always been sort of something I've been really interested in. So I always imagined that, you know, if I wasn't doing this work, um, you know, I'd probably be like a, a philosophy or a religion professor or something like that. Uh, you know, I, I've always thought it would be cool to kind of travel the world and embed yourself in people of certain faiths and really sort of learn from almost practicing that faith. So something, something along those lines, potentially. That's, that's interesting. Um, so for Kevin, and we touched on this briefly, but this is an opportunity to elaborate. Uh, before joining the Tableau community and using Tableau for the first time, what were your opinions on everything Ken was doing? So like having probably seen some of his work, hearing about him, you know, becoming a Zen master, going to the conference, like overall, um, as you sort of started to hear about this stuff, I know particularly for the first time hearing someone called a Zen master is uh, the strangest thing because you have absolutely no context for it. What mm -hmm. was this like for you? I mean, I kind of touched on it before, but when when Ken first started, he was he started to not only post these things on Twitter, but he posted it on Facebook, which is like a terrible, terrible mistake, right? So that me is. and a, me and a buddy just jumped all over it and, and just started making fun of him. And I remember a UFO one where we torched you pretty good, and it was lighthearted. I didn't really mean it to be mean, but I didn't I didn't get what he was I didn't really get what he's doing. I saw what he was doing. I saw it was super creative. And it was interesting. I just thought it was more fun to make fun of him. And um, and then he went to the conference, and I'm like, you know, called to the nerd conference or whatever. And then and then I started looking for jobs and realized that Tableau was on every single <laughs> <laughs> analytics um, uh, job description. And uh, and then shortly thereafter, he became Zen. I, I feel like I knew what a Zen master was at that point for some reason. I don't know. And it wasn't, you know, a few weeks later that uh, he started teaching me it. So I was really proud of him, really excited for him, especially when you see the context of there are, you know, 30 of these guys in the world. Um, and uh, I didn't make fun of him. So my apologies, Ken. I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know what I was missing. And uh, and uh, I'm glad I, I'm glad I've uh, I joined yeah, that, you. That UFO, Viz, you, get, you guys really just... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. It's probably we should dig that up. That'd be a fun one. To I, I dig I digged up I dug up the uh, the comments on the on a swimming viz. It's actually on the our intro to the Flairlich Twins website. So it, oh, that's right. Yeah. And to be fair, in terms of like social media sharing, most of what I see people share on social media ends up on Twitter. You know, there's some LinkedIn, there's some Reddit, and Twitter is kind of known for being one of the more toxic platforms. But outside of people doing data, I mean, people doing data viz stuff in general are pretty chill and get along pretty well. I mean, there's the occasional firestorm and stuff, but for the most part, it's one of the saner corners of that entire platform from what I've experienced. So yeah, Reddit, Reddit. Uh, <laughs> nuts. I, I tried and I, yeah, no. <laughs> I think we've all given up on that. Yeah. yeah, I deleted my account. I don't want to be on there ever again. Yeah. <laughs> 
Although I, I will say that the Christmas gift I got from my daughter got like 6,000 likes, which I was like, Hey, it, probably the worst, you know, viz, you know, for, for data is beautiful. And it took off. It just makes zero sense. <laughs> yeah. I, I posted, I did post that, uh, that election map with the poker chips on, on there. And it was going crazy for like five minutes and then they took it down because it was not an automatic. There's so many rules on that. That's yeah, impossible to actually get anything. I had a map removed from there for quote not being data. So um, data is beautiful, is extraordinarily arbitrary, and what is data, and and very clearly very narrow. So, all right. So the next set is coming from Will, and it's going to start with what I'm going to find to be the most frustrating question <laughs> out of this entire evening: is will we ever find the answer to the Flurlich conspiracy? <laughs> it doesn't sound like it <laughs> doesn't i honestly have i mean i always had um thoughts on who it might be but pretty much you know i thought it could have been mark i thought it could have been zach i thought it could have been you know Lindsay and vincent bumel and i i honestly literally have no clue who it was ever so i did try to do some sherlock holmes work on this and i had a couple of people message me and i'm not going to out anybody um, I messaged people privately with I got those names and it was mixed reaction. Sometimes it was radio silence. Sometimes it was denial. Sometimes it re- reverse accusations. So whoever it was or whoever it is, and it's more than one person. I know that like it, it, there's a group of people that pass that idea around. Um, they they will remain anonymous for now, I guess. We're just I, glad, we're just glad Keith is gone. Yeah, we're glad Keith, he's dead. Whoever it is, please don't bring him back. <laughs> I, I can say, I, a bit, but we're happy that he's gone. I, I don't know where he was born, but I do know he was killed and is buried on Will Strauss's farm. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the conversation with Will right before he killed Keith. Yep. yep. He was pretty worked up about it. <laughs> Rest in peace, Keith. <laughs> Um, all right. So, Ken, what is your favorite vacation retreat? Uh, boy, you know, I, we spent a lot of our vacations visiting family in Kentucky. So, I mean, maybe that's our favorite. But, um, I mean, my, my wife and I met in, in Glasgow, Scotland. Uh, we've only been back one time since then. So I would say that that's probably our favorite. And it's something that we we want to we want to do again at some point soon. Um, so yeah, probably Scotland. Kev, how about you? Wherever Tableau Conference is held that year. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> New Orleans was pretty. Was a pretty New Orleans was awesome. That's that was great. Great week. As I say, I have mixed feelings about New Orleans. Like just with the construction and everything and the length of the venue, it just like my feet hated me that week. It was but, like a mile and a half to get actually back to the data village from the entrance. Yeah. And the most frustrating thing was I had trained to run like I wanted to do the the, the run with Andy Kreeble in the mornings. So I'd been I trained and gotten to the 5K and I did it the first day without really thinking about the you know, the, the tail end of it. So I like ran that morning and then I walked all damn day. And I remember that night going back to the hotel room and getting an ice bucket and just filling my bathtub and just putting my feet in it because I just wasn't going to be able to walk the rest of the week. Oh wow! It was, it was uh, horrendous. So. I love, I loved it. I mean, the walk, I agree with you, but boy, I, the, everything about that. I mean, and it was my first, 
conference as well. So that may have made it a little bit more special, but I, I just love the, the nightlife and the bars that were spread out and it felt a little different. Yeah. I'll felt more that. intimate. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right. Um, Kevin, what movie can you infinitely watch and it never gets boring? Tombstone. Mm-hmm. Kurt Russell flick. I hope that's not like next on the list of questions. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of Kurt Russell talk recently. Uh, yes, I will uh, go with Tombstone. All right, Ken. Uh, I've got two of them. There's um, uh, Limitless. Can I, can I predict? Can I predict the second one? Shooter. Yeah. Shooter. Limitless and Shooter. <laughs> There's those two movies. I don't, Limitless, I just think, is a really good movie, and the whole idea behind it is just fascinating, and just the, the way it's filmed. Uh, it's just, uh, it's, I just love it, and I could watch it anytime I see it on TV. And um, and then Shooter is just like dumb it's just dumb but fun and you know it's just marky mark kick kicking ass you know? <laughs> it's a pretty it's awesome like, movie it's such a good movie and and i just i did I, i'll watch it over and over and over again if i if i'm flipping through netflix and i'm just looking at all those millions of things and i don't know what to watch i just i just switch over and watch <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that i've ever seen shooter so i might it's have great. to watch this now. watch it i think it's on um Oh well, I have you. But it's yeah. it's it's a mindless Marky Mark just taking care of business. Yeah, exactly. That's how I describe my day job: mindless <laughs> Marky Mark taking care of business. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, all right. Ken, if you could change one thing and one thing only about Tableau, what would it be? Uh, I always hate these questions, to be honest with you, just because I love the platform so much that I don't I don't like to focus on like the any negative side, um, but. I guess, you know, the one thing that's been on my wish list and is, is you know, like broader font support. You know, I, I wrote a, a pretty detailed blog earlier this year about how fonts get rendered and, um, and, and you know, all the ins and outs of that um, with some help from, the, you know, some, uh, some of the devs from Tableau actually helped with that. Um, and, you know, and I, and I thought it was really interesting how the Tableau font uh, gets rendered, how it's you know, basically sort of installed as you use the software. So I would love to see everybody listening to this go upvote the, uh, the, the, the idea on the forums for that and see if maybe we can get other, other fonts or some method for other fonts to use that sort of similar methodology to, to automatically get installed people. I just think it would open up a lot, a, a lot of opportunities. I mean, you think about, you know, sorry, I'm rambling here, but you think about companies that have sort of these standard, uh, you know, the branding and the very specific fonts that they use on their website. And it would be great to be able to leverage those and not have to worry about what people have installed on a computer and installing it on Tableau server and all that kind of stuff. Um, that's kind of my number one. Yep. Rodrigo, I know, will be happy. Yes, <laughs> he will. <laughs> Ken, how about you? I think you mean Kevin. Oh, I'm sorry, Kevin. Okay. I'm already messing this up. Um, I would, it's the same for me. I won't, I won't say much more. It's the same for me. Yeah. Yeah. I just think about how much PowerPoint wouldn't get you. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, totally. I do that at work too. I mean, I, 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 my titles are almost all PowerPoint titles. Uh, I do it at work too. <laughs> um, all right, uh, let's go, Kevin. Who is your celebrity crush? <laughs> Will's apparently been reading <laughs> Teen Vogue. I don't know. <laughs> I actually saw. I actually saw this one on Twitter. This is the only question I saw on Twitter. So, all right. So, Kurt Russell. If I had, if I had, <laughs> Kurt Russell's pretty awesome. But, but if we were talking Tombstone, then Val Kilmer is definitely the crush on me. But um, if I had to go back twenty years ago, it was like Pamela Anderson, and then like ten years ago, we've got um katie perry 
And now I'm 44 years old. It's more like less about, you know, looks and more about like, who do I think would be super cool to hang out with and live with on a day? So I'm going to go with Kristen Bell, who seems like she'd be super cool. Kristen Bell, that's who I'm going to go. We'll take no, I it. don't really have. It's not like one. My <laughs> answer would have been no. I love my wife so much. I can't answer this question, but that was good too. <laughs> Zach, Zach got it right. All right, Ken. Correct. How about you? <laughs> oh wow, that's a tough one. Um, uh, yeah, same as Kevin. I mean, I you know, I, I don't even I don't know that I even have ever really thought about that as like an adult. But if I go back to being like a teenager, I remember being a huge fan of Say by the Bell. And, you know, and there was always the Kelly or Jesse or Lisa thing, you know, and, you know, I had friends that were all about Kelly, but for me, it was Jesse Spano. I just, uh, Jesse Spano was the best. And they actually have a new, is it Netflix or one of those things has a new Saved by the Bell show and Jesse's on it. So I was pretty happy to see that here. Have you, have you watched the show though? Uh, Yeah. My daughter loves it. Oh, it is awful but so, <laughs> so it's so is the original <laughs> yeah I was gonna say, let's be honest <laughs> she, she was available ken she she wasn't working yeah she wasn't she wasn't oh my gosh <laughs> all right bring it back jesse spano jesse spano <laughs> all right um uh ken what is your favorite craft cocktail you know or are I'm, you just more of a beer guy because like I'm i know not, you- i'm not a cocktail person i mean sometimes i'll order them or my wife will make them and it's, it's always just kind of like meh. um i am i'm pretty much like a, a beer and whiskey you know i like uh and i like my whiskey without anything i don't want it mixed in anything i just want a glass maybe a little bit of ice and whiskey um and and or or beer you know and yeah so I, i've just never really found a cocktail so fun story uh your first Tableau conference, I think, was TC seventeen. Is that right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because you and you and I met up because I think I had lost a bet to you about something, and I had to buy you a beer. Like we went out to dinner like yeah. that first day. So yeah, you were the first person I actually met in in person. I think. Yeah, I think so. Because we went out to lunch that that day we, that I arrived. Yep, that's funny because. I mean, I met a few people at the local tab, uh, Sinai user. Matt, Mark was the first person that I actually met in TC19. No kidding. Yeah, yeah in, the, in the airport. Hung, <laughs> yeah, and I hung out and hit, we went back to his room. I stored my stuff in his room, just like you stored your stuff in his room That's two true. years prior. So, <laughs> just following in your footsteps, Ken. Just call me the shepherd. <laughs> oh. uh, Kevin, how about you? Cocktail wise, are you like Ken, more of a beer guy? Um, guy. I, I drink, uh, I drink rum and Cokes. I think they're just sweet. And that, that's pretty much what I, I like. Uh, makers and Coke and rum and Cokes. The- All right, cool. All right. So now we're going to, it seems like we're getting a little deeper now with Will. Um, uh, Kevin, what is your best childhood memory? <laughs> no idea. I got nothing. Nothing. Um, I, I mean, you remember that's uh sweet, um, treehouse we built ken pretty sweet with the old leftover wood that we found just sitting around the riding wood in a slide slide yeah, it for quick escape slide. route yeah. oh that all right that's perfect that this is a good one well first off there's a couple two stories really quick one you I don't want, this, this we'll talk, once we decided we were going to make it was about i don't know 10 feet off the ground and we decided we were going to make a zip line and our our grand idea maybe we were 13 or something our grand idea was to take a piece of pvc and an old hose attached, you know, slide the PVC on, attach the hose to two sides of a tree, and we'd slide down the PVC. Well, it worked great 
the first couple of times. And then Ken went, got caught on the kink. Instead of uh, trying to, sh- you know, shimmy himself down, he let go with one hand. So he slipped off. And no, it, it threw me off. I think it, kink and it just jerked uh, out. Just, you know, he snapped his ankle on that one. So that was good. So, was, but we, but, but the, the, that, that's a, that's a bad memory, but the good memory is with, with this tree house, we had like the enemies down the, down the road, you know, they were like, we are at war against them. So we put up all these traps and we'd like pull up like uh, trip lines and stuff. And one time, one on the main path, we put a trip line about, you know, six inches off the ground behind it. We dug a hole, we peed in it and covered it with, with leaves well one day we're hanging out in the neighbor's backyard and my dad loved this tree house he used to like think we were like like we were going to be architects or something and he walked back there one time and about five minutes later he comes out limping and yelling he's like what did you what are you guys doing that and he was really ticked off well he had fallen he had tripped on the trip line you know pulled a muscle fell in the the pee hole and uh that's a that's a pretty good memory. <laughs> we, didn't think, we didn't think it was humanly possible for him to actually trip over this thing, but our dad did. Yeah. <clears throat> that was a good day. All right. La- last question from Will here is, uh, Ken, where have you never visited but always wanted to? A lot of the places I've always wanted to go to. I, I, I went to earlier in my life, you know, Scotland and visited the Netherlands and uh, Ireland, and those were all kind of on my, on my wish list. Um, I, I, I would, I would really love to go to Australia at some point. Um, and you know, it would be really cool to hook up with some of the people down there that, uh, you know, some of the tableau people and hang out, but I just think it seems like such a cool and interesting place. So I suppose, I suppose I'd say Australia. Yeah. Ken, Kevin, how about you? He nailed it. He, he stole mine. I would yeah. go to Australia as well. I mean, we've been talking about it. We just need to find two weeks where there, where we can actually fly on a plane and we don't have this COVID thing in our way. And I, I'd be. Yeah, I'd probably join you. I, I think that trip to Australia would be awesome. Um, all right, Zach. Okay, so we've got a one-off and then we have a big set. So I'm going <laughs> to take both uh, the big set guys. Uh, when we get to that, you'll know why, but treat it like a lightning round because it's a bunch of nonsense. But <laughs> uh, we have a legitimate question from Maripatla who asks, can I get a mentorship with the twins? Have you guys done any mentoring meetup stuff or do you guys have any people you're mentoring right now? I'll take it. Yeah, I mentor five different people right now. And it sort of seems like I might have a, you know, kind of two other ones that are sort of unofficial mentors, if that makes sense mentees whatever they're called and so yeah i'm mentoring uh, several people and, and uh, happy to help however i can um i just I, with that many people it's hard to like commit <laughs> to mentoring anybody else but uh happy to help if she wants to reach out i'm happy to look at business and help wherever i can kevin doesn't have mentees he's a litter that's right <laughs> he's, got, he's got a squad <laughs> so uh, next, we're transitioning into a super set from Vince. So you know these questions oh, are going to be it. painful <laughs> and nonsensical. So I'm going to start with Ken. Um, it's best to just fire from the hip on these, uh, because if you think too hard, you're going to break your brain. But would you consider yourself more of a hunter or a gatherer? Hunter. Hun- hunter. Why not? Kevin, <laughs> <laughs> what did you have for dinner last night? I can't remember. <laughs> um Oh, uh, beef roast, like a pot roast type thing. For I had Taco Bell for dinner last night. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
in the competition there, uh, Kev won. Loves it, and I do not. But you know, whatever, garbage. (laughs) So, Ken, what mythical creature would you most want to exist in reality? Wow, I was going to say dragons, but that would probably not be a good thing. (laughs) But they're really cool, so I'll say dragons. (laughs) Okay, so Kev. Would you rather become twice as strong when both your fingers are stuck in your ears or crawl twice as fast as you can run? That would be pretty cool. I'd go with the crawl one. And what, Vince is demented, isn't he? He's like literally lo- completely lost his marbles, hasn't he? Vince is a uh, a nonsense factory. And uh, having been through this myself previously, I can tell you it's it's a it's a thing. He is so the Ken, nicest guy with the most twisted mind. <laughs> He's he, twisted. He really is. Uh, Ken, what do you get when you mix a joke with a rhetorical question? <laughs> How is someone supposed to answer that question? I feel like only Vince could answer that question. Uh, a rhetorical joke. I don't know. <clears throat> Kev, if you had to get a face tattoo, what would it be? Maybe I'd, I'd probably tattoo that viz on my face right there. That one in the background. Yeah. Is that your I'd movie that. money one? Yeah, movie money. The one with that- the title I disagreed with? <laughs> yeah. That's a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> oh, man. You're better I mean, off all with face like the- tattoos are bad, right? Well, yeah, but. Yeah, it's you, you're, you're your signaling. Pull back. That's true. You you need space for that right. one, Kev. Hold back. So, right. Ken, right. what's your favorite prime number? Three. Definitely three. Good answer. Absolutely That's what, no that was correct. question about it. Three. <laughs> that, that was correct. Thank you. Three I feel like Jiminy number. Glick. Like, like, these are just, like, cruel interview questions. Kev, if your five-year-old self suddenly found himself in your current body, what's the first thing he'd do? <laughs> <laughs> The thing that is going to miss from this podcast is the facial expressions. <laughs> I know. I'm, la- I'm laughing at Ken. I'm like, oh, God. Ken's face has been very red for a very long time. Yeah. yeah I'd, I'd, I'd probably beat up the, the our enemies down the road that we talked about earlier. I'd probably take care of them. Are they also in their 40s now, or are you beating <laughs> yes. up, like, 12-year-olds? Uh, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. Find some similar kids that are like, I'm in them now. Yeah. Kids with punchable faces. Okay, that makes sense. Punchable faces. Right, favorite so, band <laughs> there's a band called punchable faces no there should no, be though. it should be yeah i agree okay we're forming it so ken if you were bound to a single 12 by 12 space i'm assuming this is feet not inches uh that'd be bad for the rest of time not it, it, it doesn't say the rest of your life it says the rest of time like this is <laughs> this is eternal <laughs> what would you pick what would I pick to like to have with me or what? No, like this space. You can pick a 12, 12 foot by 12 foot area to occupy until I guess the end of time. That, that's what he says. Thanks, Vince. God, I, I don't know. My office, maybe. Yeah, that office looks pretty comfy. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that would work as long as I have my computer and internet and stuff. That's a super covid response. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like I've been here forever already, so might as well. <laughs> so, Kev. Can I just get this in Excel, please? No. <laughs> also correct. Ken, if you had to defend yourself and your family using only one object in your house, what would it be? I don't really have any weapon in my house. I just use my fists. That's all I need. Baby. Oh, tough guy. Wow, those meat hooks. <laughs> so, Kev, would you rather be able to talk to land animals animals that fly or animals that live on I feel like land animal because I, I got more access it'd be pretty sweet to talk to a dog but underwater is a little more 
tricky. I don't know that you want to send the dog to just we yeah, we had this conversation earlier. It'd be it'd be nice to be as ignorant as a dog and just <laughs> go go take a bite of my own poop and that's pretty good. So it'd be pretty good. Life would be pretty grand if I thought my own poop tastes pretty good. <laughs> You're gonna regret having that recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, last question from Vince. Any advice for those of us doing our best to raise twin boys? Oh, wow. That's a great question. After all those, he actually asked a good question. Sucker um, punch. I, my, it, so I'll give a serious answer to this one. Um, allow them to be their own person. Um, you know, I, I know as we were growing up, you know, and we you know, still get this with like family sometimes is that, you know, we're, we're Ken and Kevin, you know, Kenny and Kevin and, and, and hell, half of our aunts and uncles don't even know which ones we are. It's still at this point after 44 years. Um, so just let them be their own their own people and, you know, make sure that you don't always group them together, right? Um, it, you know, I think, you know, I think for, for us, like when I actually moved away, that was that was part of what kind of gave us the opportunity to be our own people for, I think one was really sort of the first time in our lives. So that's my, that's my big advice. And Kevin's not in his head. So I'm thinking he kind of agrees. The same exact thing I was going to say. Yep. Awesome. You know, Mark, I think you should wrap up these final four. You guys are in the home stretch. All right. Um, this question comes from Adam and, and this is a question that I, I think, uh, is just super poignant, and especially based on the blog post you just posted. Um, what motivates you guys? And and Kevin, you start. What what motivates you to be the supportive force that you are? And how do you balance your time between helping the data fam and your work and family? Yeah, um, I mean, I Ken and I love this stuff. You know, we love Tableau. We love to you know play and discover and create visas and and I think. One of the things that I also really, really like is helping other people. It has always been a thing. Um, and, you know, if it feels, you know, like it's the best of both worlds here. So we, we get to um, play in Tableau, discover new things, write about new things and help other people while, while you do it. And then when you when you work with somebody and you see them succeed, it's, it's a really, really awesome feeling. You know, I've, uh, you know. I, I got a couple, uh, two people that I mentored that just landed new jobs. J.R. Capreras and T. Ho, they both landed new jobs and they really, they really give the credit to all the work they've done on Tableau Public and all that. And Pradeep Kumar is a guy I've mentored for a long time, which is hardly, I'm hardly mentoring the guy. He's a freaking superstar. And, you know, everybody sees what he's done. So it's really, really gratifying when you're helping people and you see. So balance, um, you know, I, I, I always tell people I don't sleep. Um, you know, sometimes I, on weekends, I like to stay up to two or three o'clock in the morning and I'll work on Tableau stuff while the rest of the people, the rest of the people in my family are, are sleeping. Um, and I mean, there's no short of opportunity for time in the last nine months. And uh, to be quite honest, I think my wife and my kids are kind of sick of me. Sometimes it's easier to disappear to my computer. And so, um, yeah. Ken, anything to add? I mean, I think the main, main thing is just, you know, that when I first sort of uh, started using Tableau and, and discovered the community, uh, you know, I got so much from people, you know, there were, you know, there were a couple of people that sort of mentored me, Adam uh, Crayon and um, uh, Johnny Walker kind of 
acted as mentors and a bunch of other people helped me out like Matt, uh, Matt Chambers and, and Roddy Zakovich. And, you know, there's, these people were so like giving with their time and they wrote these great blogs. And I just learned so much from just observing people's work that I think, you know, when, when I got to the point where I had something to share, it was just felt important for me to kind of pay that forward, I guess. So I think that's been sort of the driving factor is just, you know, I got so much out of this community. I want to make sure that people continue to get um, that. I continue to give, give back, I guess. Yeah. As I say, it's, it, it's amazing to watch people that you help succeed. And uh, yeah, I say, I think, I think all four of us are kind of in the same mindset in that regard. And I think that's what makes the community so great to be quite yeah, honest. I agree. Um, all right. So Yvette wants to know crickets or spiders can Oh, you know what she means. Am I eating them? Um, <laughs> yeah. There's no way in hell you would ever get me to eat a spider. But I think I, I could eat a cricket, but not a spider. Spiders, ooh. I had, a cr- I had a cricket like a week ago. This is like no big deal. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I hate them on the regular, huh? What's the context for that? How does that come <laughs> up in your life? Uh, my my daughter had uh, she had like the dried crickets, and she's like, "I know my dad will eat them." Some, I don't know where she got, it. and uh, like that's really no big deal. The dried so it was like a food. It was a food item. Yeah, sort of. Like crickets you yeah. found in your yard that you just. But I would do that. I mean, I've done that before. I mean, what? I what? A... What's the sort of here? What's the sort of? <laughs> It's sort a food of, item. It's not a food item. I mean, it was a. It had a little seasoning on it, so I guess it was supposed to. Oh be yeah, eaten. you can buy them. Like I think you can go search for them on Amazon. You could buy probably yeah. buy chocolate covered ones as well. But I would eat I, them. I've also eaten them out of my backyard. So don't. I mean, just for, as a joke. The the thing we used to do yeah. is just like run through the air and catch a lightning bug in your mouth and eat it, and the kids go nuts over that. And oh, I the, there's still a kid from like six years ago that remembers me dipping a cricket in nacho cheese and, and the kids losing their minds. So he still reminds me, uh, remembers me as the, you know, nacho cheese cricket. You're like the class clown with the neighborhood kids, basically. Kind of. Yeah. Still what the hell Kev? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, No way a spider. I, I, I I think I have to draw the line there. I couldn't imagine. What, who am I joking? I would eat. (laughs) So, <laughs> try trying to move on. <laughs> try, like, oh, okay. Um, this is a joint question um for Kevin only from Jennifer and Danushki, who I think we need to combine them into a single element. So yes, they're one thing. Danushifer, I think. Is Danushifer. The, you go um, that works. And, and oh, the question is, Lucifer, so I, <laughs> um the question is, who is your favorite coworker and why is it me? <laughs> Uh, my co- favorite coworker is Jeffrey Schaefer. Good answer, <laughs> Jeffrey Schaefer. All right. I also like a Danushifer. Danushifer, whatever. Danushifer. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the final question, at least the the prepared ones, uh, is from Christian. And I think we know the answer to this um, based on the the first lightning round: is arm wrestling who wins, Ken or uh, Kevin? Ken would. I think absolutely we absolutely. I think we actually did this last uh, last time we were together. I think it, it was, we, we did arm wrestle. I know I arm wrestled Dad. I think we arm wrestled, right? Yeah, yeah it was. It's not. A, yeah, and he, I like. Uh, I like Ken's one of Ken's TC pitchers. He's got his arms crossed, and it looks like he's pushing his muscles out with his hands, like from underneath. Like he's just. I got wasn't the, pushing them out. There. The gun show going. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a, a very Iron Chef Michael Simon pose yes. that you've you've chosen to take. 
He looks like Mr. Clean. Eat that picture <laughs> so much too. I that picture you really is Mr. Clean. He looks exactly like Mr. Clean. My head fact, looks like weird and pointy, and yeah, it's very, it's very Mr. Cleanish. Yeah, those TC pictures are rough on the bald guys. Like I think the <laughs> the hair helps break that thing. You get you get like positioned under a bubble, and you're like screwed. You know, I was going to get a haircut before this podcast, but I realized I was going to have to carry the rest of you in the hair department. So um, you're all welcome. Thank you. Thank you. You do have a beautiful head of hair. It's flowing. It's Very flowing. Flowing. no gray in it or anything. Oh, that's just for men. Don't be fooled. Like I have kids. <laughs> <laughs> so um, thanks, Ken and Kev, for taking your Friday night. Um, because <laughs> that's where all of us are in our lives uh, to do this with us. Uh, is there anything you guys would like to promote or shout out before we finish up tonight? And I'll start with Kev. I got nothing to promote. I mean, Flourish Twins, just check us out if you haven't. Um, nothing else. And, I'm, like, and, I, and I am more handsome than Ken. Let's just settle that, right? Just on a side note, how is your video series going? Like, I know, I know you'd started to do a little bit of that. This is how it's going. Ken, Ken asked everybody what they prefer. A lot of people said video. So Ken decided to open a YouTube channel and then did nothing with it so it, the youtube channel is all kevin videos and there's only about five or six of them we we have all our like pre previous presentation content linked up there so that's good um but like the actual like tutorial videos i honestly i just think we are more comfortable about writing blog writing blog posts and, um so um so it's going okay uh, we just need Ken to start putting some content on the YouTube channel that he created. Wow. Shots fired. <laughs> wow. I didn't realize that was a loaded question, but now I do. <laughs> that was the most passive aggressive spouse answer I've ever heard. I'm sorry, Ken. That's all right. It's true, but I was kidding. No, no, it's so totally it's true. Yeah. <laughs> so on that note, this has been Data Ask Me Anything. Uh, ask them anything rather. Wow, we've done this a lot, haven't we? <laughs> Thanks to my co-host Mark. Thanks to Ken and Kev, and we'll see you next time. Data Ask Them Anything is a production of Data Plus Love. Our music is Bad Company by Black Room, courtesy of Take Tones. Hey, you're still here? Um, you're probably waiting for like the next podcast uh, to kick in, probably something better. Um, thanks for hanging on. Anyway, if you're picking up what we're putting down, uh, consider buying us a cup of coffee on ko-fi.com slash d-a-t-a-p-l-u-s-l-o-v-e. Um, just, you know, drop $3 in our tip bucket. It helps us buy better equipment. It helps us uh, pay for razor blades to keep me from looking like a wolf man. And it keeps uh, Mark's head looking so shiny and beautiful. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll never put anything behind a paywall. And thanks to your patronage. Have a great day. Hey, thanks for sticking around to the end. I really appreciate you listening to the Data Plus Love podcast. If you'd like to see more about what we're up to with the show, go to anchor.fm slash data plus love. Just spell it out, not a literal plus sign. Here you'll be able to see our library of episodes as well as interact with them either through polls or comments or leave a voicemail message that I'll put on an episode. You can interact with me personally by joining me on Twitter. I'm at Zach Bowders, not hard to hunt down. And if you like what you're hearing, consider leaving a tip for us or signing up for a small monthly donation at our ko-fi.com slash data plus love. Buying a cup of coffee for the show is just $3 and 
get more if you choose, or sign up to give that $3 or more monthly. Either way, I really appreciate it. Lastly, if you'd like to see more of my public data viz work, check me out on Tableau Public. So go to public.tableau.com and search for Zach Bowders. I'm the only one. You won't have trouble finding me. I promise. So thanks again for hanging on to the end of the show. I really appreciate all of your listens. And until next time, this has been Zach Bowders for the Data Plus Love Network. 